Yo, what up? Welcome to my podcast. We're going to just talk about whatever I got on my mind. Welcome. Enjoy. Hey, yo, yo, we back at it. Back at it again with another episode of me and me and my thoughts, man. Me going over a few things and things that I've uh, I thought of. Today is the first, the, the, begin, the beginning of Black History Month. February 1st, man. And I think this is probably going to be like one of the first, first and only podcasts that I'm probably going to do on this day and publish it. I ain't going to listen to it. I ain't going to Hopefully, I hope that is the best. None of that. I'm just gonna spit it out, put it on the microphone, and just publish it, and for your viewing pleasure, you know. Just so you can hear exactly the raw, the rawness of what I'm feeling and what's going on in the world today, especially on today. You know what I mean? Um, and today I'm just going to talk about some things that's you know that's going on in the sports arena, you know. It's going on in the sports arena. Miami Dolphin former, former Miami Dolphin head coach Brian Flores is suing the NFL, man. And three teams. He gonna he gonna so he gonna sue the NFL, the Dolphins, the Broncos, and the Giants. He's alleging discriminatory acts against them, especially in the interview process, you know. The interview process with Denver and the interview process with New York Giants. And then also the way that he was fired by Miami. I do know there's like a 58-page lawsuit of what he's claiming to be to be happening. So with the Miami Dolphins, Flores was was told like they was trying to get him to tank purposely. They're trying to pay him a hundred grand. A game to to tank, so he can so they can get a better draft pick, and he refused to do it. So because of that, there was a lot of disdain and and hate towards him for the team. Flores actually won like seven straight games this year, um, and with the, with that team, I think you know Tula 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 was hurt. You know, what I mean, they came back. And they ended up winning like seven straight games. Yeah, the, I mean, the teams may have not been the greatest of the teams, but it's, a win is a win. It doesn't matter how, what the teams are like. The schedule is already made. You know, if they'd have won more games, they probably would have made it to the playoffs. And I think in his tender, his tenure, he went, um, I think he went like 10 and six and nine and eight. So he had two winning seasons and he still ended up getting fired. And come to find out that, The GM um, Ross. Let me. See, I think. Let me find. Make sure I say his first name. Is, uh, let me get his first name. You know what I mean. Uh, and this is different. This is new for me. Stephen Ross. Stephen Ross was the the owner. He's the owner of uh, the Miami Dolphins. He said, "Hey man, uh, I want you to. Uh, I want you to go and and talk to this high this high profile quarterback." And he and. And Flores was like, nah, man, that's, that's tampering. That's something I can't really do. 
So what they did, what he, what what Ross did was, he said, "Hey man, I'm having a meeting. I want you to meet me on my yacht." He said, "All right, cool, man. I come to your yacht. I come to chill with you and stuff like that." And then while he was coming to the yacht, he was informed, "Hey, just so I let you know, this quarterback conveniently happened to be here." You know what I mean? And Florida was like, "Nah, man, I'm not doing that stuff because I know he doesn't want to be in the likes of." cheating uh head coaches you don't want to be in the likes of people who are not having their integrity so because he didn't do those type of things that they was asking him to do they sitting up here and they said that he had a lot they had a lot of disdain for him and he was difficult to work with now here's the thing i personally can i understand and i sympathize with flores my flores by hearing the whole difficult to work with thing. I personally believe that this is some type of code switch words for black people. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna sit up here and say that his claims of racism are true or false. But I will tell you that as a black man, there has been a lot of things that have been said to me, uh, things that have been done to me that are on the, along the same lines of Brian Flores. Being able to express yourself in a way that everyone else expresses yourself is, is very difficult in the workplace. You know what I'm saying? You can have somebody that's white that go and say the exact same thing as you say, and everybody will sit back and say, let's refocus as a group to figure out what's going on. But if somebody like myself who would go and say the exact same thing in a somewhat calm manner, it's, it comes off as aggressive. It comes off as not wanting to be a team player. It comes off as not being part of the group. You know what I mean? It almost seems as if you have to come into a workplace and turn into one of the monkeys of Planet Apes, and you have to bow before Caesar and let him rub your palm. Because who are you to think for yourself? Who are you? to not do what I asked you to do? Who are you to have some integrity? Because I, I sympathize with Flores, because here's the thing, if he would, let's say if he would have done this stuff, and again, this is allegations, so it's only one side of the story. I don't know what Miami Dolphins, uh, I don't know what their organization had to say about this, it's just this breaking news. But let's say if he was to do this stuff, if they would have found out, I can almost guarantee you there is no one in that Miami Dolphin chain that would have stepped up and took the, the fall for Brian Flores. He would have been a scapegoat. He would have said he knew the rules. He knew what was going on. And Brian Flores more than likely probably would have sat there, sat, did an apology tour, and went on about his business, took his little severance package and stuff like that. Because that's the type of stuff that we do. We don't go up and we don't get up there and we don't complain and stuff like that. But I do think this is kind of crazy because even in the the allegations, he starts talking about Bill Belichick texting him and telling him the Giants picked him as they as they uh the head coach. Come to find out it wasn't even him, it was actually Brian DeBall, who was the current head coach of uh the Giants. Um 
and stuff like that. So it's a lot of different things that that's going on. They just took him. He's saying he's a legend that they just took him because of the Rooney rule. He's even saying that John Elway showed up to the interview hungover. <laughs> and it's kind of crazy that they're just doing whatever they need to do in order to in order to fulfill a obligations and to, to not look as if they are not they are not being on some BS. I 100% I 100% sympathize with Brian Flores because I know how it is and how difficult it can be within the workplace. Again, people telling you who are you to think on yourself? Who are you to be the best to be the best version of who you are? Who are you not to listen to me? I'm the boss. You're not the boss. I'm the quote unquote, I'm the master of you. You know what I mean? And again, I'm not saying it's some racist stuff. I don't know. But I do know from a black person's perspective, walking into a lot of different work environments, when you do things, it's looked up, looked at as different than compared to somebody else that do the exact same thing. You are you're always considered as aggressive. You're always considered as confrontational. You're always considered as somebody that's difficult to work with by doing the exact same thing that everybody else is doing. They almost want you to come into work and be subservient. And yes, sir, no, sir. And I'm not doing it. I don't do that. But I see people that do it. Yes, sir, no, sir. Smile on their face, tap dance and all that good stuff like that. And those brothers make it further than someone who, like myself, who's going to just be like, don't play with me. This is how it's going to go. You know what I mean? But that's fine. But here's another. Here's what's here's 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 what I want to talk talk about off of Brian Flores, and I hope everything that he's going after, he's able to get. You know what I mean? But I want to talk about is the big announcement, the big announcement from the greatest of all time, the best to ever do it, the man with the supermodel wife. 22 years, 20 years in, in New England, two years in Tampa Bay. The passing leaders, most passing yards, 84,250. Most touchdowns, 624. You know what I mean? The one and only Tom Brady. Tom Brady announces his, uh, his retirement today on Instagram. He had like seven, eight slides. Uh, thanking everybody. I mean, he went, he think, he he think the Bucks organization, he thanked the coaches, he thanked Bruce Arians, he thanked his trainer, he thanked the GMs of Tampa Bay, he thanked, he thanked the city of Tampa. Tom Brady only been in Tampa for two years. He thanked the whole city of Tampa. You know who you didn't think? Bill Belichick. Robert Kraft. The city of Foxborough. The New England Patriots organization. And here's the thing. When I seen it, I immediately was like, yo, this man made a whole announcement, speech announcement, a retirement announcement, and then say one thing about the New England Patriots organization. Now, remember, this is an organization that drafted him in the sixth round. When no one else would. Drafting him in the sixth round. In 2000. 2001, Drew Blesso get hurt. He comes in and he leads them to, to 
that first Super Bowl win. You know, they've been to the Super Bowl before, but because Drew Bledsoe took them there, and then, like, I think it's like in the 70s, he, they went there before it also. But the first Super Bowl win, and then he consistently won. He won in 2001, 2003, 2004. So he had his three rings. Tom Brady had three Hall of Fame careers. You know what I mean? I mean, he's the he has the most touchdowns in the NFL, the most passing yards, the most regular season wins. He has the most, obviously, the most Super Bowl wins. He has the most Super Bowl appearances, five-time Super Bowl MVP, three-time NFL MVP, 15-time Pro Bowl selection. That's the most in the NFL. All-time touchdown passes and passing yards and completions. You know what I mean? And he was the 2009 Comeback Player of the Year after he got hurt. He had that knee injury, and we had to have Matt Castle come in here, come in there and stink it up. You know what I mean? They still went 10-6, but they didn't make it to the playoffs. Anyway, my thing is, my thing is with Tom Brady not saying anything to the to the Patriots organization. I don't blame Tom Brady for it. You know why? Because I remember when I was watching the NFL draft, and I was like, you know, Patriots, they, you know, they're using on picking the first round. Oh, here we go, second round, the second round quarterback, and we pick a quarterback. And I was like, yo. We got a quarterback, Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo. What's going on? They're trying to move on from him. And from there, I knew there was some strain that was going on in, in that organization. Bill Belichick wanted to move on from Tom Brady, which Bill Belichick has done in numerous stars that's been on that, that team. Richard Seymour, you know what I'm saying, moved on for him. You know, Collins sent him to – to Cleveland, all he did was complain once. You know, he they move move on from people real quick. Wes Welker left. You know what I mean? All of those people that was there, that was an intricate part of the team, they all left. And now it's starting to it's starting to rear his head because now, you know, this is our second season. Not you know, we made it to the playoffs this year, but the year before we was trash with Cam. You know. Cam can't stay out of COVID protocol. And then we got Max, Matt Jones that came here. He did his thing, but not good enough. The reason I think that Tom Brady didn't do any of this stuff because he wasn't treated fairly. Like, how do you not fight for a person that won you six Super Bowls? Six Super Bowls. They won the AFC every year. I mean, the, the AFC East every year. They dominated against Buffalo. They dominated against New York Jets. They dominated against Miami Dolphins. Every now and then, Miami and Buffalo would win a game here and there. But for the most part, they was dominating. This man took you back from 28 to 3 in the Super Bowl. This man was going out there putting his heart and soul in every game. And what we do, we let him leave. Because we wanted to move on. And we wanted to move on. And then we ended up giving, getting rid of Jimmy Garoppolo. For little or nothing, we got rid of Jimmy Garoppolo. So now he, he, he does his retirement speech, says absolutely nothing about the Patriots organization. And here the Patriots organization trying to play cleanup. Every Instagram post you see with the Patriots organization is him 
is Tom Brady showing all of the adoration to him. This adoration should have been to him while he was there. You know, they say you never know what you got until it's gone. But we let this man just walk up out of the out of the uh the organization. Then he goes to Tampa Bay and he wins another freaking win, which almost put kind of puts a cherry on the cake to say, hey, y'all been saying that I'm washed, but I don't went out here and I don't want to hold another ring. And I done took these people to the promised land again. This year he was lead, he led the league in passing. He had an MVP caliber year right now. He's 44 years old. But we was, instead of taking care of him, we let him go. The man consistently took pay cuts. Every year he took a pay cut to make sure that the best players that could come into the to the organization. You got people like Aaron Rodgers that are getting paid millions of bucks. Drew Brees crippled the New Orleans Saints because of the contract that he had. Ben Roethlisberger's contract he had. All of these quarterbacks saying, hey, I done, done this. I, need, I deserve to get paid. But he was a team player and said, I'm going to move and I'm going to do this. I'm going to take... I'm going to take a pay cut so we can get this, this uh, type of tight end. I'm going to take a pay cut so we can get this receiver. I'm going to take a pay cut so we can pay the offensive line. And I'm going to get you 10 Super Bowl appearances. Well, nine of them with the New England organization. But I'm going to give you nine Super Bowl appearances. I'm going to win six of them. And the only reason why I didn't win the other three are some, are some fluke plays. You know what I mean? Well, at least two of them on fluke plays. Dude caught a ball on his helmet, and, and then my defense couldn't stop Manningham. You feel what I'm saying? But other than that, everything that was brought to this that city was on the back of him. We could sit up here and all day and argue defense, Bill Belichick being a genius mind and all that good stuff like that. But hey, if we they've taken you take one, if you take one aspect of a team and move it to somewhere else, and that person still shows improve, and then the only thing that's has been gone that's gone now is the quarterback, and you insert another quarterback, and that team can't do what they was doing before. It kind of shows you who was the the lead of that team, who was carrying the team, who was doing this, doing that, and that's why he didn't say anything about to Patriots organization. Now, I did see that he got an Instagram post, and he said, thanks, Patriots. You guys love you all. He said two sentences. The boy made a whole eight slides on Tampa. It may have been that two years. He said two sentences for, for an organization where he'd been for 20. The one that drafted him. I know plenty of New England Patriots fans that's actually from the area. Those people... Love Tom Brady. I like Tom Brady. You know, anybody know me? I like Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady is the greatest of all time. You know what I'm saying? I will argue with anybody about that stuff. And for me, it was hard. You know, I didn't even root for Tom Brady for the past two years. One of the hardest things in the world for somebody that you see for 20 years consistently giving you some type of success, at least getting you to an area where you're close to winning it all. Goes go to another team, a team that's actually closer to me, where I can just drive down and actually go see him. I've never attempted to go and try to see Tom Brady in Tampa because my team is New England. You know what I'm saying? 
So maybe I'm the problem too. But for that organization to treat him the way that they treated him is some straight up BS. And I hope that they do the best that they possibly can to rectify the situation. I don't know. Sign him for a day. Have him put a helmet on, run out there, take a snap. Retire his number. They should be never be a number 12 worn in New England, ever. Never. I don't care if Tom Brady's son come out there. Never should have a, a, a number 12 being, being worn again. I think the lead should retire the number. That's how great Tom Brady was. No other, no other quarterback should wear that number. But here we are. I'm, you know, we scorn, and we can't get Tom Brady to sit back and think and say thank you to the Patriots organization because they done screwed him over and they treated him like he wasn't nothing, like used a used condom. Just toss him to the side, man. After six Super Bowl wins, after nine Super Bowl appearances, they say, you know, we want to move on. Now, mind you, the, the the year that Tom Brady moved on from the Patriots, didn't they make it to the AFC Championship game? He's still bringing. He's still consistently winning. They went under Tom Brady. They have never won less than ten games in a seventeen game series, a seventeen game season. Now here we are. We can't even we can't even have a winning season. I think, I personally think that Robert Kraft, Bill Belichick, and all of them should personally apologize to Tom Brady. And maybe I'm a little emotional about it. You know what I mean? I this I, this must be what people felt like when Kobe Bryant retired, or when Magic. I remember when Magic Johnson retired. My daddy was in tears. Then you know. So it must be what it feels like, because I feel some type of way, man. The greatest quarterback of all time is no longer going to be in the game. And, you know, even though I purposely never rooted for him while he was in Tampa Bay, I still wanted to see him have success. But now that's no longer going to happen. Pretty much all of my childhood and my military career is, is no and void anymore. Because I don't think we ever going to make it anywhere. We got quarterbacks like Joe Burrow and and Matt Stafford and freaking um, Justin Herbert and all those guys out there just doing their thing. And, you know, Matt Jones do his, does his thing, but Belichick ain't letting him open up the offense. Yeah, one game the man threw the ball eight times. No, I think he threw it like two times. Tim Tebow threw the ball eight times. They, the coach was more confident in Tim Tebow throwing the ball than – Bill Belichick was confident in Matt, Matt uh, Jones throwing the ball, Mac Jones throwing the ball against the Buffalo Bills. So how, is, how, how am I supposed to get behind that quarterback, man? How am I supposed to get behind that? Apologize to Tom Brady. Make it, make it right to Tom Brady. Retire his jersey. Bring him back to New England. Send him off the right way. He don't need to retire as no buck. He's not a buck. He's a Patriots. He's a pet. He's New England Patriots. He ain't retiring. He shouldn't be retiring as no buck, man. And if anybody thinks anything different, they're stupid. And they're, you know, 
Anyway, man. Hey, man, I wish the GOAT a happy retirement. I don't think there's any anybody that's going to ever meet his records. He's smashed everybody's records. Passing yards. Matter of fact, let me look up these. Let me look up these stats because I want these to be immortalized here. You know what I'm saying? He passed up everybody's everybody's uh everybody's records when it comes to everything. Passing yards, Super Bowl appearances, Super Bowl wins, uh postseason touchdowns, everything. You know what I mean? And, and all because we want to draft Jimmy Garoppolo. Man. Because we want to draft Jimmy Garoppolo. And, and 49ers are seeing exactly how that's working out for them. You know what I mean? Let's get these stats here, man. Three Hall of Fame careers, man. But let's I'm going to read them off to you before I run out of time here. Because I know I've been rattling on. 22 NFL season, 20 with the Patriots, 2 with the Bucks, whatever. Most touchdown passes, 624. Most passing yards. 884,520, 243 regular season wins, most in NFL history, most playoff wins in history, 35. There's 19 more than any other quarterback. Joe Montana, who was to who was said to be better than him before he won four Super Bowls, only has 16. Most Super Bowl appearances, 10. Most wins, seven. Five Super Bowl MVPs, that's most in NFL history. All-time player. Playoff leader in touchdown passes 86, passing yards 13,049, and completions of 1,165. This is in the playoffs. 15-time Pro Bowl selection, like I said, the most in the NFL ever. Three-time MVP in 2007, 2010, and 2017. And 2017, that was the year after he came back from that whole Deflategate BS. The man took Deflategate. He took it on the chin. He could have easily just been like, yo, the organization had me doing all this stuff like that. You know, the organization already known for cheating and all the good stuff like that. He took it on the chin, came, lost two, lost four games, came in and, and dominated. Won the Super Bowl that year, too. 2009 comeback player of the year after he got hurt and named to the NFL All-100 team. One of 10 quarterbacks. And I remember watching that interview with him and Coach Belichick, and that was the most awkward interaction between each other they were fake smiling and all that stuff and that's when i knew that year and that was two years ago i knew that year that brady was gone brady didn't think not one new england patriot player he didn't think Ellerman. he didn't think uh who else he didn't think Ellerman. he didn't think anybody from the past he didn't even think Dion branch you know what i mean he's one of the people that took the mvp from him Ellerman and Dion branch you know two mvp uh, super bowl mvps the only ones that reason why he don't have Super Bowl, he didn't think them. He didn't think he could shit. It'd have been better thinking Aaron Hernandez. Wes Welker. None of that. He said, to hell with all these people over there in New England. Dang, he didn't think Teddy Bruce. You know what I mean? Adam Venteri. Nobody. He didn't think the NFL for the tuck group. He said, you know what? Thank you, Tampa Bay, for all that you've done for me. I got other things to do now. Man, hey, man, I appreciate everything the GOAT done for, for the New England organization. 
And hopefully he goes and do better, bigger and better things, man. And New England, you need to apologize. And also, Miami Dolphins, if this stuff is true with Brian Flores, you a piece of, piece of stuff too. You know what I mean? But we'll see how this works out for us. Anyway, don't forget to like, don't forget to, to share, and don't forget to, to uh, come back for the next episode. Peace.